Welcome to It's Our Turn. Welcome to It's Our Turn. Queers and cults. cults. Oh my God. My name is Emerson. My pronouns are he, they. My name is Tony. My pronouns are he, him. My name is Aiden, and my pronouns are they, them. We would like to acknowledge the original inhabitants of this area, the Weot tribe, and thank the past, present, and future stewards of this land. This land acknowledgement does not exist in the past tense. Colonialism is a current ongoing process, and we need to build the mindfulness of our present participation. We all should take action to support our local indigenous communities. Go to honortax.org to find out more about whose land you're on and how to support those tribes. In this show, we talk about religious and personal trauma. Our episodes often include subjects centering around manipulation, gaslighting, coercion, toxic masculinity, patriarchy, shame, guilt, brainwashing, emotional, mental, and physical abuse. If any of these topics are things you don't want to hear today, please feel free to skip this episode. Your mental health is always the top priority. Is it happening? Is it, is it real? Are we on? Are we live? I think so. I can hear your phone notifications. This is <laughs> so much. You know what? Like went to Olive Garden, <laughs> and it was me, my mom, my sister, my brother. And you I came out of Olive Garden. That's the fucking gayest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I know. I don't understand how this radio thing works. Like, is it? I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely not. And welcome to It's Our Turn. Queers, Queers and, and cults. Oh, good job. Look at you taking initiative. I almost forgot the second part. <laughs> <laughs> what are we? Where do we come from? Who are we? What's going Why on? Why are we here? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> We're a lot closer in this room. I know. It's so intimate. Yeah. I'm going to need that to stop. <laughs> <laughs> what? You don't want to be intimate with me? <laughs> no. Oh, I don't want to oh. be intimate with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, valid. <laughs> what do you accept myself? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> and I am very intimate. <laughs> very often. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say, I'm glad this is an audio only uh, <laughs> podcast <laughs> show. <laughs> Not your only format. That's all I'm going to say. I'm just going to leave it there. Use your imagination. Every morning I wake up and I turn over and I kiss myself on the cheek. <laughs> <clears throat> sure do. <laughs> <laughs> that is Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather not. <laughs> no. Thank you. <laughs> oh, so Tony, how are you? It's only been a couple weeks, but it feels like it's been forever. Yeah, doing great. Are you doing so great? So good. How are you? Um <clears throat> let's see. I'm doing well. I I am doing well. Um I I've just I've been I've been in a lot of physical pain mm -hmm. and uh, like constant physical pain. And even though so, I, I'm someone who lives with chronic illness and chronic pain. So um, <coughs> it's like a, like a base level of pain is kind of like just part of my life, which is it is what it is. Uh, but this this has been kind of like extreme pain and the 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 toll that like pain takes on your mental health is really. Oh yeah, it's really rough. I think I've I've, I've uh, described it before in this podcast that um, <coughs> managing trauma, managing your mental health is is people think it's kind of like a 
a destination that has like you, it's a journey with a destination and you have arrived to mental health, you know? And I said, it's more like <coughs> having a Pandora's box that you have learned how to put that trauma in and then you spend a significant amount of your energy keeping it contained, you know? Cause I, my, my brain only works in movies, music and magical. Mo movies, musicals and magic. And so that's how I imagine it. It's this magical energy that you're using to contain this Pandora's box. And if some of that energy has to be redirected or you're thrown off or there's energy, you have to put more energy into something else, you don't have as much energy to keep that, <coughs> that trauma, that you know, negativity that all of those things contained and everything else becomes significantly more challenging. So <coughs> that's kind of been my experience recently. You know, I try to... I try to, uh, yeah, I try to just, I don't know, uh, be a pleasant person as often as I can. I know, surprise, surprise. I try to, you know, who treat is she? <laughs> <laughs> I try to be nice to people when I can. Oh, uh, yeah, but that just makes everything so much more difficult. You yeah. know, you have less. I have less tolerance. I have less patience. I have less everything, and it's you know, and I'm also tired more, and it's just it's just a lot. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean. Anytime there's affliction on the body, there's affliction on the mind. Goes oh, yeah, absolutely. They are, they are connected, completely intertwined. connected and intertwined. Yeah, more so than we even realize, I yeah. think. So For sure. <coughs> Other than that, I'm just great. I'm just fantastic. Just peachy. Just peachy. <laughs> you know, never been better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know I'm doing good is when I start doing accents. <laughs> well, that's... Well, that's good. Yeah, that's uh, lovely. <laughs> well, do you want to talk about anything that's been going bad in your life? I mean, this is the podcast about cults, so we can't um, keep it too positive. You know, no, can't no, be too happy. I, uh, no, I've 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 been doing pretty damn well. Yeah. As far as things go, mm -hmm. uh, I recently quit a job that wasn't working for me. Oh, I should have looked up. I need to look up so. the applause. Oh um, yeah. You know, because I I do that. You always say things that I feel like need applause. <laughs> And hey, I never well have it ready. I'm sorry. You doing that little th is just great. <laughs> little snaps. Here's some, here's some gay snaps. For you. Little tiny violin. I hated that. I'm sorry. I apologize to everyone. Edit that out, please. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I had to get out of there because it was just not working for me. The yeah. energy, like, mm -hmm. I, I'm just sick and tired of... So why would you... Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It took a lot of hard critical thinking. Why would I go to a minimum wage job to a place that I am being abused and have to be around people who are just full of just batshit negative energy mm -hmm. and then sharing it with the world, sharing yeah. it with the class. And mm -hmm. I am like, look, I'm trapped in this little space with you for eight hours. I'd like to... Uh, not have to experience all of this yeah. while I'm here. Especially as someone with a history of trauma, you have to be particularly careful about the energy that you're in. Yeah, I do have PTSD, especially mm -hmm. when it comes to people's behaviors. And mm -hmm. the, those particular behaviors that trigger me were happening in that place. Yep. Yep. And yep. I, I tried very, very, very hard to just get the fuck over it and pretend it wasn't happening or, or try to manipulate myself in a way to, 
you know, just ignore it or, but at the end of the day, when you have that, when you have those triggers, like, it's just better to get the fuck out. If you can, if you have the option to get away from that environment, then that is the best thing to do. Yeah, so <coughs> I uh, I was like, goodbye. Um, and honestly, I'm so happy I did. Because also, too, I, uh, I am, what's today, the 21st? I'm 21 days sober. More applause. Yeah. I should have just looked up the applause. Congratulations. <laughs> 21 That's days, no alcohol, which I'm, I'm the type of person, like, I wish I was the type of person who could, like, casually drink. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. No, I'm. I'm totally not against drinking. I think it's. I love wine. Yeah. Okay. But mm-hmm. too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, the 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 maturity and self awareness um, that it takes to realize that something is like damaging to you. Uh, th- that could be food. That could be sugar. That could be alcohol. It could be a person. It could be an environment of anything. Mm-hmm. Any of those things mm-hmm. to recognize something that is not universally understood as, you know, <coughs> bad for you. Recognizing that it is bad for you and then making that, setting that boundary is just outstanding. And I'm, I'm so proud of you. I think that's absolutely amazing. I'm so happy for you. Thank to, you. Yeah, to just have realized that, like, hey, I need to make this decision to make my life better. Like, yeah. that's real. That takes a lot. Yeah, it definitely. It it uh, it's funny because it happened to be um, July first or not July. Excuse me, <laughs> January first. Oh <laughs> uh, it just happened to be New Year's Day when I was, you know. Or New Year's Eve was the last time I drank. And, um, but it took me, like, a good two to three months to actually, because I was two to three months of working to get to a point to where I was comfortable without alcohol in my yeah. body. Yeah, Because, I mean, I shit you not, I'd go, it, it would be like, I'd just be hammered for a week, and then, okay, I'm going to try to get sober. One day I'd be sober, and then I couldn't handle it and drink. Yeah. And then, the next week... I would do two days, and then the next week, three days. Oh, nice. And I kind of, like, got, and then I would just try my best to, like, wean down mm-hmm. um, because I could not do cold turkey. No, and uh, no one should when, you, no, when, that's, when you've introduced something into your system. It's it, dangerous to do that, first of it's all. It's not a good idea to do that. Yeah. yeah. Even if you're like, well, this is so bad for me. Like, I should probably just stop it. Yeah, but if your body's dependent on anything, you cannot just. Yeah walk away from that caffeine sugar same thing you mm-hmm. know you cannot just cut something out of your diet cold turkey like that it, yeah and expect it to your body and will literally freak the fuck out and it did i tried it i tried it i attempted cold turkey uh <laughs> and in fact that usually makes things worse yeah and then when it makes things worse it actually makes the experience like well i can't do this it's too hard mm. Because yeah. you went to the extreme, and going from one extreme to the other never feels good. Is never beneficial, you know. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, being sober, when when I'm was you know I don't have alcohol as a crutch anymore, so I don't, I can't just you know get out of work in the stressful environment and drink, and get rid of all my anxieties with alcohol, mm-hmm. you know, and then uh, which of course the next day it's always worse because of, of hangovers, you know. And, how that works catch 22 but mm-hmm. um so i no longer had that option anymore like put that out of my diet so i then it got to a point where 
I was really feeling the effects of negative energy around me and all these people. And I was like, I was like, look, I, I need to get the fuck out. Yeah. I just can't handle it no more. If yeah. I'm not drinking, I can't be here. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Like the balance is off. You know, yeah. like you were compensating for something that yeah. you shouldn't have to compensate for. Yeah. And then when you decided to, to stop compensating for that, then you were starting to feel the full effects of it, mm -hmm. which are unacceptable. Mm -hmm. that, that environment was unacceptable. You yeah, know, it was. Holy shit. You literally <laughs> shared about it with me. It was like, I, I wouldn't have been able to survive in it at all. I'm surprised you did as long as you did, to be perfectly yeah. honest. That was, that was impressive, you know. I mean, alcohol <laughs> did help a lot. Yeah. In its way. For sure. It yeah. Kind of. In that moment, yeah, you know, in that like, you know, it, it hasn't wasn't serving me. No, but it was still kind of numbing me. Yeah, to I'd be able to mm -hmm. take all that abuse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, and I think that's. I mean, that's a such an incredible point to to make is that like whatever thing that we're dependent on or whatever crutch we're using. Or whatever. Honestly, that that genuinely ties into religion because so many people mm -hmm. use religion as a crutch. Absolutely. As a means to, like, I don't want to face reality. I don't want to face my fears. I don't want to face myself. I don't want to face... So they just, you know, yeah. they just blame Sky Daddy, you know, or they, or they, you know... Or the Sky or Devil. Or the... Or yeah, exactly. Or the... The, the serpent the in the ground. Mm -hmm. It's kind of funny, though, because a lot of, like, in religion, it's kind of just, like, that catch twenty two. Also, you have this. Uh, you want to use religion to um, almost escape your fears, but it also adds fears. Yes. And creates its own yes. fears. Yep. So it, you're you're in limbo there. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the the that's the most intense and strongest ma aspect of manipulation is not. Yeah. Let me f solve your problems. It's let me let me convince you, you that you're pr that I will solve your problems while handing you another set of problems yeah. and just constantly doing that mm -hmm. cycle is a really intense form form of manipulation for me cuz it, it, it in, in my experience cuz it's not it's not just like you know like i don't know how to i don't know exactly how to to word it but like if you just if someone just solves all your problems genuinely like i feel like if 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 jesus actually did the things that people say he does and would do, I genuinely don't think there would be as many people going to church, but there would probably be 10 times as many spiritual people, you know? Like oh, yeah. If Jesus For actually sure. did the things that Christians say he does, mm -hmm. then there would be probably a lot more followers and a lot less religion. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't work that to doesn't manipulate people. Exactly, yeah. Manipulation, like actually helping people, doesn't actually benefit religion <laughs> it doesn't actually benefit the manipulation manipulative aspects of religion mm -hmm. actually helping people doesn't further their cause yeah it um does quite the opposite mm -hmm. so you can't solve someone's problems you just got to convince them that someone can eventually yeah. or convince them that if they're not being solved it's not it's not sky daddy's fault must be yours right i realized growing up that uh or once I started deconstructing, I would, s or that you know, mm -hmm. however you want to use that word, yeah. but um, I mean that's a very good word. I uh, got to a point where I I realized I was using manipulation, not only on myself, all the time, but also to people around me, and it was just a part of daily life because yes. manipulation and toxic religion is so there yep. that you don't even realize 
that it's like a main it's like the main tool yes. for your daily yep. life and you're yep. constantly using it yep. and uh i was like holy shit i'm not a very good person <laughs> totally i had the same experience actually the um <coughs> the the person who does the show right before ours um or two shows before ours whether they do both of them but at 10 there's mother tucker with mm -hmm. tucker noir and then at 11 i mean 12 it's um Tykes on mics with DJ Anya and and uh, Tucker Noir, but Tucker and I have had this exact conversation of uh, that we learned the uh, we learned how to manipulate people, un not knowing that's how, that's what we were doing, mm -hmm. but we had to manipulate people yeah. and we had to manipulate ourselves into you know believing, and then you also have to manipulate to survive, you know, yep. <coughs> and. So you learn how to do that, and then when you start deconstructing and realizing what's actually going on, you know, we, we, we have a phrase that, we, you know, we use our superpowers for good. And it's like, we can't stop being manipulative, so we start not manipulating. <laughs> it's not, <laughs> this, this isn't sounding the way I mean it, but like, like, like a, a former, manip former manipulator makes a great fundraiser. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So, like, a former manipulator makes a great event planner. So you kind of take your things that you learn to do negatively, and then you work for a nonprofit and raise money because you know how people work and you know how to influence them. So you influence them towards good things. And, uh, but, yeah, there was that, like, I'm fucking, I'm a, f a horrible fucking person. <laughs> you know, like, mm -hmm. I have been manipulating people in my environment for a long time and didn't even know it yeah even after i left church it was just a survival technique yeah survival me mechanic you know yeah well i mean we're groomed from day one to uh believe this way and and act this way so i mean when you get to a point where you actually realize which i feel like honestly i'm thankful because i feel like i wouldn't have realized how shitty i was until I got away from that little bubble of people I was with yes. all the time mm -hmm. growing up. You know, like that little bubble of the same type of people I always surrounded myself with. As soon as I started meeting people outside of that bubble, I realized um, there's greener grass on the other side. Yes. And <coughs> actually, you don't have to be an asshole. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was like, yes. oh, wow. <laughs> you don't have to be an asshole. You would I actually like to use yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would actually. And you actually now, Enjoy now assholes. Now that <laughs> is another story. <laughs> Same boat, different genre. <laughs> One might say an epilogue or a sequel. <laughs> Season two? <laughs> yes. Oh, God. But yeah, I mean, uh, it's kind of funny, though, thinking about Thinking about, do you ever just like sit there and think about your past? Like, who? <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, <laughs> we have, we have been doing a podcast for over a year doing exactly that, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> um, so anyway. <laughs> do you ever just sit and think about your past? Absolutely not. Never. <laughs> I would never do that. I've never once done that. Who is she? We don't know her. <laughs> Uh, but you sit there, like, think about, like, 
who you once were and kind of and what you used to believe and you can even like remember the feelings and emotions that were attached to those beliefs and you're just like wow that was so ridiculous i remember yeah. one time having a full-on panic attack literally existential crisis freaking the fuck out probably almost needed to go to the mental uh ward and get some help because mm -hmm. it was that point yeah um because i thought for splitting it was just a splitting second i thought that i had um committed the unforgivable sin oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and that i was going to have <sighs> what's that what is that again um not using the lord's name in vain but no, blasphemy against the holy yeah. spirit mm -hmm. yeah Yep, yep, I've been there too. I had, all it was, was I had um, a thought. It was, all it was, was like this thought of, uh, it was a question. It was like, what if, um, what, oh, it's because I was really into uh, Benny Hinn at the time. Oh, God. <laughs> and I thought, what if uh, what Benny Hinn is doing is exactly real? And yeah. then that fear. Yeah sink in because that's part of the manipulation process yep. benny hen uses that all the time don't don't uh blaspheme the holy spirit what he's actually saying is don't uh come don't come for me don't don't come for me <laughs> let me let me give you a little life tip you you and by you i mean the listeners by anyone who hears this <clears throat> if anyone or anything or any entity ever says don't question me you don't need to know uh, that's none of your business when it comes to life situations mm -hmm. you know like when it's like i am i am intimately involved with you in some way you know if anyone says uh just trust me mm. yeah question every single Everything. fucking thing they do yeah if someone has a problem with being questioned like rant, 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 red flags <laughs> like all of the alarms <laughs> they all go off like Anytime someone says, just trust me or don't question me, I'm like, D done. You're cut off right at that moment. Yeah. Period. And anytime somebody says that they are uh, specially, specially anointed mm -hmm. by God mm -hmm. more than so than all your neighbors and friends, yeah. um, question that. Question that. <laughs> question that. Get him, give him, get him to prove it. You know, like, like, <clears throat> like, I don't I, I don't know if this is a good comparison but one of the thing but I, we'll go with it and see like <clears throat> one of the things that I pride myself in is doing hair. I did it for 15 years. I absolutely loved it. And um and I tried to learn it. I tried to absorb everything I could. You know, I, like I loved it. I still watch hair videos now. I have to I haven't been able to do it in several for several years because of um health issues and arms and hands and all that good stuff. But if I was talking to someone and saying like, I'm very good at this particular cut. I'm very good at this cut. I know how to do it. This, I, I am, you know, I'm a professional hairstylist. I can do this. I'm an, I'm exceptional at this technique. And someone was like, show me. There's a hair, there's a hair, there's a hair. Um, th <laughs> there's someone who wants that haircut and here's the tool that you said you can use. Show me. Mm -hmm. Then I would like, I, like, like I don't need to prove myself to anybody, but if for some reason I had to, I could because uh. I don't, I'm making claims that are founded in reality. Yeah. Anytime someone says makes a, a like a big claim that they're unwilling to prove 
like question that. Yeah. Question it because it's also not true. If somebody's exceptionally arrogant, that's mm-hmm. a big red flag too. I mean, I I read uh, I read a few books by H- Benny Hinn back when in the day, and because I was a big fanatic, um, and watched a bunch of his sermons and his works and whatever, and I completely had no idea how arrogant he was because I was under that influence, you know, mm-hmm. and that. I didn't understand why arrogant was at the time. I was arrogant. Uh, but, and then I was like, God, he's like a very arrogant person. And um, egotistical and big-headed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that just doesn't sound like the God of love and no. peace that I believed. So, no. like, I was kind of like, mm, I don't know. Mm. Uh, mm. And, <laughs> and then plus I don't appreciate his influence on giving me a panic attack. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, seems a little over, counterproductive. Over a single thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I could never stand Benny Hinn. He just annoyed me. <laughs> yeah. He was so, like, ironically, arrogance was really irritating to me. And I think it was that, I don't know if you've experienced this, where somebody exhibiting an attribute that you know you have, um, and you know it's not a good one, like makes you uncomfortable mm-hmm. so you're like oh i can't stand that person they're you know they're so arrogant and it's like well that that's your brain going you're an asshole too you know like mm-hmm. you're arrogant also you should probably work on that um so i think it was something like that yeah but i could never i couldn't stand Vinny so do, do you remember uh well she d- she died a long time ago it was catherine uh catherine anyway benny hen talked about her a lot because she was back in the 70s and she was like a Killer and all this. I don't remember her, but, but um, she seemed to. She was she was cuckoo for cocoa puffs, but <laughs> she was. Uh, Did we say that? <laughs> 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 Commercials say it all the time. <laughs> no, they don't. Not since the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we keep the nineties in the past. Um, <laughs> Where they belong. <laughs> I love the nineties. I love the eighties also. Anyways, continue. Well, uh. Anyway, I don't exactly remember where I was going with that, but but as far as like being queer, we're just going. I have, um, I have a, a thing on on the Benny Hinn thing though too. I want to talk about like arrogant, uh, arrogant things. I have a comment on that, so don't go, let me forget. Go ahead, let's go back. Well, but you'll you'll forget what you're gonna say. I already forgot what I was gonna <laughs> say. I was gonna say something about being queer. I was gonna connect. Oh, okay. So all right. So being queer, as far as the manipulation tactics go, we got yes. we got uh, like when you're in toxic religion, you're being told that your identity or your queerness is uh, a sin. As long as you know that it's a sin and wrong, then then you get uh, first of all you get to partake in shame and guilt for the rest of your life. Yay! But um, also you cut that you're allowed sort of. To mm-hmm. still be connected with God or still be connected with uh, people of God, um, sort of. <laughs> but there's always going to be somebody, you know, shame and guilt and all mm-hmm. that for that. Um, and that's like a huge manipulation tactic to keep you bound in fear and um, belittle you forever. And these people who think they're so straight. <laughs> <laughs> and hetero. <laughs> hetero, 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 
<laughs> what is that TikTok? Oh my God. He said, How can I be gay when I love a JJ? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the same guy. He said, he said, there was the same. <laughs> he said, Honey, I am straight. I am straight. Straight. Mama, yeah, straight. Hetero. 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 Yeah, someone, Hetero. Made a, someone made a mix, like a song mix <laughs> to that. It was like, there was like background music. How can I be gay, gay when I, I love the JJ? <laughs> Hetero. <laughs> Oh, it's so great. So, one of the best. Yeah. One of the best. Um, but yeah. Um, so I don't see. I didn't think it was right. I don't think it's right to. Um, how are you gonna give me all this uh, judgment? And you know what's funny is there's so many people in the church that would be um, closeted to the point where they're so closeted they actually the look on people who. Don't necessarily come out, but like say, "Hey, I'm." Sh they'll be like, "Oh, I'm struggling with my sexuality." Right? Quote, end quote. <laughs> 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 I hate that, but anyway, that's what end we quote. would say. <laughs> 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 and then, <laughs> and then these other folks who are in the like deep in the closet will sit there and be like, "Oh, well, let's pray for you, and let's you know, you can't serve." Mm -hmm. Right, you can't, you can't, you can't give food to the homeless in our community because, uh, because of what you're going through. But yeah. hey, we're here for you. We love you. Uh, meanwhile, later we find out that you've been fucking the pastor and, yeah. and uh, yep. fucking this person and that person, and, and all of your private prayer meetings have been you've been getting it on. And with your the... your your uh, your Chrome history is uh, <laughs> <laughs> just. Fall of sin and just riddled, <laughs> just riddled with pornographies. <laughs> like, God, gonna shut down the whole county's internet service with how much porn you watch, and then and then you're gonna sit there and shame me because I decided to come forward and be like, hey, you got more viruses than a kindergarten class on the first day of school. <laughs> There's this, there was there's two people in uh in the uh well I'll, I can say it now the uh, Bethel that I was a part of um but there's two people who I was um, friends with at the time um one of them who both whom were uh they were both gay men um cis men and um but they were closeted mm -hmm. and. Uh, we were all good friends, but then we started kind of having uh, attraction. Um, and there was one who, uh, best friend at the time, kicked me out on the streets because I started dating a guy. First guy I ever started dating. And I told him about it, kicked me out, wanted nothing to do with me. And he was the, queer too, wasn't he? Yeah, but I was bringing, I was bringing spiritual warfare into the house. <laughs> spiritual warfare. <laughs> I was bringing all that. I was making it hard on him, okay? It was no, really... you were making him hard. <laughs> no. That was the issue. <laughs> he was rubbing one out that night, yeah, and exactly. he was like, oh, oh yeah. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I got to kick him out. So, and then the other one, uh, we actually, we were, we got really close, and um, we would, like, cuddle, and uh, we started sending pictures back and forth. This mofo is the biggest, most, like, today, 
He's so arrogant. He's still closeted. He is still. He is extremely Christian, extremely like and like not nice Christian. He's like you sinners and blah blah blah. And like he's very one of those arrogant type. And it's like you're gay and you hate gay people. Like come on, honey, mm-hmm. sit down. Let's like yeah do some soul searching. You know, and it's really sad. It's um, extremely sad. It's sad for them. It's sad for their partners. You know, it's sad yeah. for um, everyone that they're treating so horribly because they're, you know, being homophobic to all these people because they're being homophobic to themselves. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's 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 really unfortunate. I've seen <laughs> I've seen three people from my old church, two of which were like very prominent um uh like leaders leaders in our church uh on gay uh like like the secret gay dating apps you know like mm-hmm. the, you know that kind of thing not the pr- not the obvious ones you know well one of them was but um <coughs> but yeah like secret ones being very discreet being very discreet yeah. but that that's you know not discreet enough they weren't smart enough to be discreet enough cuz it was very obvious who they were you know yeah, I've seen at least three of them. Four of them. <laughs> Four of them. I can like, like, definitively say. Queer, mm-hmm. gay stuff mm-hmm. from all four of these people. Yeah. <coughs> Prominent leadership positions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you come out, you you know, if you come out and be honest with yourself, it's you are so welcome here. You are completely welcome. We love you. You just can't be on the platform. Mm-hmm. You can't be on the worship team. Yeah. You can't teach Sunday school. We're going to like keep our kids away from you. We're going to constantly we're g- watch you and We're going to constantly watch you. We're going to talk about you mm-hmm. behind your back. We're going to ask you personal <laughs> deep questions that are none of your business because <laughs> we can because yeah. you're sinning. You know, right. like, come on. like We're going to let you know that we're praying for you. Yeah, all the time all because the time. you obviously need it since... Yeah. Yeah. I used to love that. That was one of the greatest insults. It still is the greatest insult. I'm going to pray for you. Oh, my God. That so used to be used. To each other. I'm yeah. going to pray for you. <laughs> I'm going to pray. That was like any time a Christian. <laughs> like, especially, oh, my God, I remember the Baptist church growing up. There was any time you heard that from somebody, you were like, oh, shade. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you, did you also use that um, that as like a, um, like a, a coverall for when you're gossiping? Like, uh, yeah. Oh my God! And yeah. then Susan, you know what Susan said? I saw her. She packed her bags and walked out of walked out of the house and didn't come back for three whole days. Three whole days. That man had to cook his own food and wash his own clothes. He looked like a mess. But we just we should we pray, just for, pray them. for We Let's just gotta pray, pray for, for him. him. We gotta pray Let, for him. Yeah. yeah, that's what we should do. <laughs> Let's pray right now. <laughs> Lord, help Susan and her <laughs> and her cheating awful horrible husband. <laughs> Help him find his way out from that, <laughs> from that den of den of of of, of heathenness back to <laughs> may they Jesus all get arms. what they yeah. deserve yeah. in Jesus' <laughs> name. We pray, Amen. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my God, I remember in Alabama. This is uh, oh my God. That, one oh of God, the we need highlights. To do, sorry, on a side note, honest, we need to do a skit. I we need to do this. We've been talking about it for a long time. We need to do this. We need to do two Christian women in a prayer meeting. <laughs> we need to do this. Okay, listen. I don't. I feel like I told you this before, but in Alabama, I was uh, I was working at Cracker Barrel as a server. Yes. Imagine that. And then okay. I, uh, I was waiting in the line at the cash register. I, th- I don't. I was getting my tips or something, 
and the person in front of me, there was t- a woman, there's two women, um, and then uh, one of them had, they were talking, one of them had um, a son who had Down syndrome, mm. and uh, the two women didn't know each other, they were just talking in general. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> the, the, uh, the boy goes, just out of nowhere, he goes, I have Down syndrome. And that's, then that's the, the other lady goes, oh, oh, well, I'll pray for you. You fucking, <laughs> you piece of like, absolute shit. The look on the boy's face was priceless. Because he, he, like, he, just, he went like this, like, his eyebrows went, you know, and he was just looking around like, what? I don't fucking need He was prayer. like, what the fuck? Yeah, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with me. <laughs> I would have done this. I would have had the same face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, Go, you need to pray I'll for pray yourself. For you. you need to pray for yourself. You need to pray for a surgeon that can remove that head from your ass. That's what you need to pray for. I was like, is that's not the most Alabama thing I've ever heard. Like, the most religious, like, arrogant, like, just... <laughs> Fucking... A- what up? Ignorant. Oh, God. <laughs> People are awful. I hate them all. <laughs> it was so dumb. And it was... It was... Oh, my God. Yeah. I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that one. That is that is just outrageous. It just wrapped it all up in one little bow for me, like religion. <laughs> yeah, just like some that sums it up. Just that sums ignorance. it up. Ignorance. Someone who's totally fine doesn't need prayer. A beautiful soul in this world. Yeah. And you think there's something wrong with them because they don't look or act or talk. And like then you. you and then you just say that. And then you say to I'm their pray face. for you. To their like yeah exactly. And then you say it in a way that's oh I'm doing something good. One hundred percent insinuating that you have a problem, but in a way that they can't argue with you because it sounds like you're doing something nice for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it just summed it up for me. Great. It yep. was it was like oh my god, <laughs> God. Uh, I hate people. Yeah. I mean, and by people I mean that person <laughs> specifically <laughs> the lord <laughs> we need to do, when we do our skit our praying skit we need to do one where it's like we are i just imagine this like two women gossiping but they're praying so it's they're oh praying God. for you know <laughs> lord help that help brother so and so uh find his way back to lord from the the local bathhouses the bathhouses the bathhouses. You know the ones down on Third Street? Yeah, th- those bathhouses. Yes, Jesus. That's neither here nor there, yeah, but we're going to. No matter where he's coming from, it's about where he's going. Thank the Luya. Thank the Luya. If Jesus can bring you to it, it can bring If the Lord can lead you to it, he can lead you through it. Half of one, six of dozen of the other. <laughs> if you haven't watched, if you haven't watched uh, on YouTube with Trixie and Katya, you have you're missing out. So what bad. are you doing with your life? <laughs> Stop listening to this immediately Actually, and go uh, listen to that. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe that could be a segment on our podcast. Um, prayer with uh, Dolores and Beatrice. <laughs> well, no, Dolores is always the people we talk shit about. Oh, Dolores is the one we talk shit about. Oh well, I've already got Donna, so that's that's my. Who that's was I? I was gonna be. Uh, I thought you were gonna be Dolores. Maybe I will be Dolores. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny about that? It's your grandmother's yeah. name. Yeah. I always use that and name. She like, is a Dolores. She is a Dolores. Yeah. Did you know Dolores in a uh, different language? It means like, uh, it means like evil, or, or there's like, or there's like a bad. It's not a good word. Oh, nice. It's like it means something that's actually not pleasant. Well, let's work on this. We can have a. We can have a. Uh, and now it's time for prayer with 
Donna and Dolores. <laughs> All I have to do is act like my grandmother. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we'll have like a nice little musical intro. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know what? My brain's working. We got it. We got. Okay. We got to Let's play a song. Let's play some music while we workshop this. Okay. okay yeah. <laughs> Um, hi. <laughs> I was trying to form a thought in my head and then nothing came out. I was trying to think of a way to say like, what are you saying thank you next to? Or how, do, how does that relate to religion? Thank you next. Thank you next. No. I, uh, see? That's why nothing happened. What is this? Thanksgiving? The dinner yeah, I know, table? <laughs> no, I was trying to think like, like a thank you next. Like a, oh. I'm, what I'm moving on to. You oh. know, like who are you? How are you saying thank you next? So let me Jesus. tell you, that's that's a good that's a good point. Let's uh, let's talk about thank you now. Bring up a good point there. Let me let me just mention. <laughs> let me just talk about. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> that's what you sound like right now. Oh, it's big serious. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Was I? <laughs> I don't know. I, don't I thought either. you weren't. Um. Oh, I want. I do want to tell. Uh, um. I do want to tell. Uh, uh, um. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm. Okay. I do want to yes. uh, right in the face. say what I was going to say earlier. The When we were talking about big churches and and, um, and uh, arrogant pastors and stuff. Oh, uh, yes. I went, I had two experiences with that I um, that I wanted to talk about that I thought is just outrageous. Uh, one was we went to this, I don't remember the names of the churches or the names of the pastors, so I apologize, but they were huge mega churches like, like thousands of people every Sunday. They would, you know, three services a weekend, thousands of people at each service, you know, Mm. like huge things, balconies, they were televised, huge, like professional bands. It was just like big, you know, like the pastors, one of the, like the pastors of one of the churches had a security team, which I'm like, bitch, what do you need for that? No one, no one's coming for you. You're coming for everyone else. The gays need a, 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 a security team from you. But I actually don't know how they felt about the gays, but I can assume. <laughs> um, you can usually safely assume for most. Yeah, exactly. <coughs> I. <coughs> but these were like people, like, they were like, they had made themselves celebrities. Like, you didn't get to meet the pastor. Oh, yeah. You had to have a connection. And you got to, like, maybe talk to him. Mm-hmm. But, like, you didn't. And they also had, like, like the first two front rows. Uh, you had to have, like. You had to have a like a like a reservation, mm-hmm. or you had to ha- like know somebody who could get you into the first front rows because oh, yeah. the first front rows were the ones that the the um, cameras would focus in on. Yeah. So you were required to be um, you were c- required to be performative. You were required to clap and jump and you know get into the music and be energetic. You were like you were required to, <coughs> and they had ushers that would take you to, like you would walk into church, no matter what door you walked into, an usher met you and would like look around and like, okay, you, I'm going to take you to that seat over there. And it was dependent on how you were dressed and who you knew, which is w- whether or not you got to sit in the, like the front rows. And there was one time where there was a seat open <coughs> and we had a connection. We thought we were going to get to s- sit in the front row and then we went up there and then like an usher came over and was going to move us and then it was like well it's a little too late to move you because the service has already started and that would just look bad and so you know it was it so we had to like it was like well you just if you're going to sit here then you have to make sure that you basically make it like worth it you know (laughs) and and yeah it was just the (coughs) 
how like like the the pastors were completely unapproachable. Mm-hmm. They didn't talk to people. You know, it was like they were like ushered onto the stage by the security team, and then they were ushered out by the security team. And yeah, <coughs> well, you got to keep up your you got to keep up your image. One of the pastors um, always had a Starbucks cup in his hand because he said it made him more approach more relatable to young people to have a Starbucks. So all of his pictures, every time he preached on on when he was preaching, he always had a Starbucks cup. He was always drinking Starbucks because that made him more relatable. What a great marketing tactic! Fucking s- exactly. Like, I, <laughs> I mean, like, it's like, it's like having a sponsor. Like you're sponsored yeah. by Starbucks. Yeah. But so they do that. They do that shit for yeah. real. Yeah. In uh, mega churches. It was so. It was just so ridiculous to me. Even even as a Christian, I was like, this seems weird. Mm-hmm. You know, like this seems not <coughs> even how Jesus would want it. I, <laughs> you know, like I don't understand how we're supposed to be meek and mild and da 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 da, and all of these. Um, it's disgusting. Yeah. And it's so like. I mean, the money's there, you know, like, yeah. well, oh, they're so fucking, they're yeah. loaded. Yeah. Um, loaded. Yeah. I mean, even even the the head, uh, the head dude at um, um, Bethel in Humboldt County. Yeah. Uh, the sister to Bethel in Reading. <coughs> uh, he uh, I saw him. I saw his first home, which was very nice. His first home. It was a very decent house. Um, beautiful view of the redwoods and everything. And um, just b- the so the year I went, the first year I went was I believe it was like the I want to say like sixth, seventh year total since it started um, here in this county. Um, so not not very far, but uh, anyway. This man was able to buy a fucking huge ass nice house, um, and he's just like loaded. He's got so much money, yeah. And but you know the prosperity gospel keeps yep. him going, and yep. And we love the prosperity gospel. It's especially in this capitalistic society, and yep. uh, it's easy. It's easy yep. to manipulate and get your money, boo boo. Well, yeah. I mean, the the pastor, uh, the former, you know, bad pastor of the church I grew up in, they had a fucking, oh God, three, four, five bedroom house. Yeah. Um, super nice. Remodeled the whole thing. So it was started out as the, the parsonage, which is a, a house that the church owns <coughs> um, that the pastor of the current pastor of the church lives in so that the pastor always has housing, you know, because their main income is their only income usually is the church. Yeah. And someone, a former member of the church, had donated that house or, like, bought it and sold it to the church or something years and years and years ago. And this man convinced everybody to vote for this <coughs> because the church was suffering financially. He convinced them to sell him, quote-unquote, sell him that house for a ridiculously cheap price, one. Two... He would be making his payments to the church to give so that the church would have income. But he fucking makes his income is from the church. So he was literally taking money that the church was giving to him mm-hmm. and then just giving it right back to the church. Mm-hmm. Um, so he wasn't actually paying, making any kind of payment. Yeah. 
you know, and he stole that house from the church. Like legitimately, legally manipulated us into voting for him to steal that house from the church. Mm-hmm. In the name of the Lord. Yep. And they were driving. They had an SUV and a yeah. Ford F-150. Um, they the nicest went, thing. They traveled all the time. They had beautiful furniture, a remodeled house. Yeah. Like, yeah, they had a shit ton of money. And there's there's a popular televangelist. Uh, I honestly can't remember. I forgot his name. But uh, he's from the South. I believe Texas or Georgia, one of those. Uh, but he um, he would be, he was popular amongst the Bible Belt. But he would get on um, TV in front of God and everybody and on the stage and boast about how much money he had. He would do this a lot. Um, he would say, this ring I have on my finger costs more than your house. He literally would say that and he'd boast and laugh about it. And everybody just sat there, this whole congregation, all these people on TV singing, ha, 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 yes, Lord, yes, mm-hmm. God. And it's like, how can we continue to support such arrogance? And, you know, yeah. we got to wake up. We have to yeah. wake up eventually and yeah. be like, we're being manipulated. Yeah. We're being used. We're being, we're a Abused. tool. Yep. For, we're a tool for these people's pockets. Yeah. And, like. It's, it's just sickening. It's sickening. To like, I we were talking right before this. We were talking right before this show um, about that TikTok that's that's making its rounds. Of this, there's this Southern woman who is a Christian and and is 100% supportive of the queer community. Loves them, adores them. She's a beautiful woman. She's wonderful, a beautiful as in personality. I mean, like she's. You could probably say her name. I don't remember her name. Oh, it's uh. we can look it up um i don't remember her name mama 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 tot mama Mama tot yeah it's a mama tot something because i remember thinking tater tot and it wasn't tater tot but like no no i don't think she calls people her tater tots okay maybe that's what i'm thinking of so it's it's that like she's got a thick southern accent she's lovely yeah Yeah. she's wonderful wonderful amazing she's a wonderful incredible uh, amazing woman, and um, she gets questions about the queer community sometimes. And she recently got someone saying something about, you know, how can she be a Christian and support the queer community? And she was like, "It's simple because you can be a Christian and be gay. You can do both." And then some fucking sixteen-year-old uh, uh, ignorant dumb fuck. I'm sorry. There's no other way to say it. Like, duetted this and was like, what in the progressive Christianity is this bullshit? You know? Mm-hmm. They didn't say bullshit, but... And it just, like... Ugh, I'm like, this person isn't old enough to be thinking for themselves. They're young. They're a child. They're not thinking for themselves. They're and exactly. They're just regurgitating this information. Yeah. They're just... um, They're just, like repeating what's been told to them mm-hmm. and and um I, admittedly i kind of forgot where i was going but you well you said we need to wake up and that's that's what oh that's what it was Th- it's just so baffling to me that so many christians can like sit in a congregation where a pastor is bragging about how literally almost doing anything and everything but saying you guys are all stupid because i'm taking your money yeah you you're all ignorant idiots because i'm I am t- literally reaching into your pockets and pulling money out, but the gays are bad. You know, like, mm-hmm. I don't understand how 
how I don't understand how this mindset is it like happens, you know, like all of this, you know, you serve a loving God, but you're allowed to spew hate, you know, mm-hmm. like you like anything and everything that men do is fine because they're um, um, anointed by God, you know, like I was telling you, I was one of the things I was saying about this person that was like, what kind of, pro- first of all, you're not old enough to progress anything. That child, that child, mm-hmm. you're not old enough to understand what progressive means. You haven't lived a life. You don't have experience, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I know that's kind of a not a fair thing to say because my trauma started when I was literally genuinely a t- child. But I also wasn't sitting on TikTok being like, trauma's not real, you know, like at 16 years old. But, like, when, I think one of the things I, I was saying to you was I think it's ironic that the term progressive has become an insult for Christians. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're a progressive Christian, then you're a bad one. <laughs> yeah. Because everything else in life progresses. Everything else in life grows. Yeah. You, if you are... Generally speaking, <sighs> progress is good. Generally speaking, progress is good. Like, even, even, like, who still has a landline? And why would they have an old, you know, telephone? If you still had a Nokia, like a Nokia phone from the fucking, pardon me, 90s, 2000s, whenever cell phones were created. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you who. I'll tell you who is Dolores and the Presbyterian Dolores Church and the, Presbyterian. the second row. She's <laughs> the one with the landline. <laughs> Donna still has a car phone. You know, she's just... <laughs> It works just fine. It's worked since nineteen, you know, ninety nine, and I'm not gonna change it now. <laughs> Why would I? I still get. I can call nine one one. I can call my daughter, and that's all I need to talk to. Um, uh, but like, we don't. No one uses the same technology. Everyone, everyone benefits pro- from progression, except when it comes to like Christian ideology. Then that's supposed to have stayed the same. Since Jesus was alive, yeah, but that's you know? and it's also arrogant too because um, the Bible itself, completely, in other words, I wouldn't use the word progress, <laughs> but it changed over time in many different ways, and um, you know, so if you're gonna sit there and be like against uh, progression or against, you know, I guess this idea of change or or acceptance, um, okay, so then why don't if you're so such an originalist and such a, yeah. you know, believe in that. Uh, why don't we go back to the when um, Asherah and the Bible existed and she was worshipped amongst the Hebrews mm-hmm. as as uh, Yahweh's wife. Let's go back because that's facts. It was literally taken um, by, it was taken out of the Bible and taken out of the ideology and then Asherah became villainized by men. So, and why don't we go back to that? Why don't we start having this, uh, these two gods instead of one? Let's go back to worshiping Ashra. Yeah. If you're yeah. such an originalist, you, you don't like change. Let's go back. You, Let's go back yep. to the beginning. So if you don't, <laughs> if you don't, you know, if you don't like progression, little child, then if you didn't get your parents' permission to say this, if you've ever talked back to your parents. I'm sorry. We're going to have to stone you. Yeah. <laughs> Take you out back and literally have the community throw rocks to you until yeah. you are no longer with us. Right. You. So, oh, oh, now now progression is fine? Yeah. Oh, now you don't, like, oh, that doesn't count? Oh, you spoke your mind on TikTok as being a woman? 
Mm. Ooh. Yeah. Sorry, we're going to have to kill you. Going to have to die. You're going to have to die for that one. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yep. Let's go back to our Let's go back to the roots. You want to go back to the roots? Let's <laughs> go back to the roots. Let's do it. Let's absolutely what 100%. Let's let's do it. Then. Oh, you had some you, know? you had some pork and shellfish. Oh, yeah. gosh. <laughs> we're going to Looks like death for you. Death, <laughs> death die. Yeah. Yeah, that's I like, mean come on. I know it's like a I know it's like oh well that's what all everyone said. Well yeah, that's what everyone says because that's that's reality. Like yeah. it's that ridiculous. Yeah, we keep saying the same things because people aren't learning. Like it's that it's that ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, they that 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 they're not even putting in enough like it's just I mean it's the same thing as it always is. It's about an agenda. It's about an agenda that, like, has been going on so long, half the people promoting it don't even understand it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Half the people that hate gay people don't even understand why. Yeah. Or they do understand why, and they're not willing to accept it. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it's... It's kind of... Do you believe... Uh, do you believe that... In magic? Yes. <laughs> do you believe that the universe revolves around the Earth? What do you mean? Or do you believe that the Earth revolves around the sun? Do you believe that everything in the universe revolves around this planet? No, right? Because no. that's stupid. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, there's facts that right. can prove otherwise. And the sun and the planets that are around us and all—they do not revolve around Earth. Well, in the Bible, it tells you that it does. So we can just from one little thing, and scientific fact that's proven wrong in the Bible, still in the Bible, that it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, but hey, how are we gonna get rid of the queers? <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, come on, people. Let's get down to the important stuff. Yeah, you know, the real important the stuff. The real important thing. Fuck global warming or, or people <laughs> or people being murdered or 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 uh children being abused or hunger yeah. or let forget you know, that whatever. Forget whatever. All that. Forget all that. That's not important. Let's get rid of the gays. Yeah. Yeah, let's get we're let's the get problem. Yeah, because we're absolutely the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your that that person with green hair walking down with their partner that you uh, you have decided is this you know of the same sex or gender presentation. Um, they're what's wrong with that person who's just trying to fucking eat their scone and drink their tea in the middle of the park and doesn't even want to talk to you. Yeah, that is the person that's destroying your life. Yeah, not your shitty husband. Can we talk about how ridiculous it is? The idea that there's so much pedophilia in oh my the God. LGBTQ community, which okay, is trigger warning because that you know this this is a heavy topic. So if well, you this don't whole thing's heavy, but it's yeah, the whole thing. But if you don't want to listen to this specifically, this is your warning. This is the most ridiculous thing because there are thousands of old recorded, so not thousands. even thousands of actual recorded abuse in the church yeah. a year, and Hello. we we ignore <laughs> One that. Of them, like, we all ignore I, that, right? Yep. We just totally want to ignore that, and there's never, there's been not one case of sexual abuse in drag shows, not one, nope, not ever, one. ever. And so I think that is, um, that that's kind of like, come on, let's let's open our eyes, let's yeah. lift that veil from our faces and look, look at the world. Yeah, <laughs> like, come on, you're uh, you're gonna sit there and, um, just spew what you've been told, which is lies about the queer community. Right. Meanwhile, your meanwhile, brother Dave is out here actually abusing your children. Yeah. And your children are scared. That Sunday school teacher that you left your kid with to go protest drag shows. 
Yeah. Mm, you probably should have said, thought about that first. Right. You, you know, that, that was, the, the, you're, you're, you're actually perpetuating the thing that you claim to be trying mm-hmm. to stop. Yeah. And also, like, one, most drag queens can't stand children. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, no. That's n- no. Um, two, I think it's really telling that people think, I think it's really interesting that the queer community is being accused of over, of sexualizing children, like being, or being sexual in children is, but be, sorry, that was not what I meant. Being sexual around children. So performing sexual, you know, performances, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like burlesque kind of thing in front of children. But nothing about, uh, wow, that was loud. Sorry. (laughs) But, like, there's no automatic implication that a drag show is sexual or sexualized. But I think it's really telling about the people who take something that there's no, there's no, like, outward indication of sexual, sexuality, and then they assume they assume it's sexualized because if they were doing it, it would be sexualized. They look through, like, how do you, how, how do I describe this? Um, the person, the person who sees, you know, the, the, okay, the, the jealous partner that that um, thinks that their partner is always cheating on them with every single person they see is most of the time because they've cheated. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah. that thing. It's projecting. It's like projecting. You be you think you have projected these views onto this crowd because that's how you see the world. Mm-hmm. You oversexualize everything. Your repressed sexuality is coming up in negative, dark habits. And so you're projecting that onto other mm-hmm. people because it's who you are. Yeah. It's what you do. Yeah. It's what you fear. It's who you are. It's what's been done to you. It's what you're doing to someone else. That's the reality of it. Right. You know? And then, uh, I mean, my God, because uh, drag shows are so scary, especially for kids reading Red fish blue fish dr seuss and you know how terrifying how yeah crazy how, how awful like for us to be reading to us to do listen listen <laughs> there's probably hardly a drag queen that that wears more makeup than tammy tammy faye baker like you want to talk about <laughs> wigs and makeup like <laughs> look at that christian channel that one woman <laughs> whose wigs changed color with the lighting you know come on come on and you think that like Oh. It's not that. Oh, God. It's just so funny to me because it's like, honestly, like 80% of the drag shows I've been involved in have not are not sexualized. No. You know, there's I've done burlesque shows. I've been involved in burlesque shows. Yeah, sure, those are, but they're burlesque shows. It's very clearly, you know, but most of the time, drag queens aren't particularly sexualized because it's f- a fucking, they're wearing nine pairs of nylons and 
their dick's so far up their ass they can't even <laughs> hardly move, you know? They forgot where they put their balls, you know? <laughs> and they're wearing fucking 10-pound titties and wearing six-inch heels. Like, they're in so much pain and so uncomfortable, they don't, they're not thinking about sex. I just need to f- make sure that I can find my chisel to get this makeup off when I get home and hopefully remember to take off my... My my nine pairs of pantyhose before I fall into bed and pass out for the next six hours. Are you kidding me? The last thing I've been oh thinking about God. is anything sexual. God. Yeah. It's so, yeah. It's just so much projecting and it's so, it's just ignorant. So ignorant. I wish I, everybody should just kind of like take a moment and just think, just critical thinking. Just a little bit is all we need really. Yeah. That's all we need. That's all I needed. And yep. holy shit, I'm a completely different person. But also, like yeah. just think about think about how much money you're giving to that church who's stealing your money, who's stealing your time, who's manipulating you. Think about everything. Just think about it. Why are you sending your last fifty cents to the seven hundred club? Why? They yeah. have the money. They're loaded. Yeah. And you exactly. are broke as shit and you're gonna send your last paycheck to them because you're hoping for a miracle and that's so sad i hated when my mother would because st- she would do that yep. she was manipulated especially find she just believed in tithing and believed this idea that she she was poor because she didn't tithe regularly she would do it and then stop and do it and stop and she believed that seriously she thought god's not providing for me because i'm not giving to these rich people yeah and she would give her last bit of change. We're hungry. We're poor. And she's giving her last bit of change to Joyce Meyer or the 700 Club or mm-hmm. whoever the fuck. Uh, and nothing changes. No. Um, we're s- but we have we have less money now, so we're gonna we're gonna eat uh, noodles and rice for the next week because you know we're we gave the last bit of money to. Uh, these extremely wealthy individuals. Yeah. And it's so ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. You know, it's interesting. Tithing was one of the last things to drop off towards the guilt and shame goes. As far as the most prominent guilt and shame, there's like the the stuff that lives underneath the surface and then there was the stuff that was like fucking right in front of my face. And like, like it was like not going to church I felt super guilty for and that kind of like eased up a little bit and then it was all the like all the things but the thing I was you know out queer doing drag uh you know going to bars doing all the sinful things and would still feel bad because I wasn't tithing mm-hmm. was afraid you know <laughs> what I'm saying and I'm like I how is that like they just get their hooks in so deep to your money yeah that well, that's y- what it's really all about yeah. so that it's a I mean, if we're get, if we're gonna manipulate people and give put some sort of guilt and shame into them, that one's an important one. When someone controls your wallet, they control you. They control every Absolutely. aspect of your life. Holy shit! Yeah. Yep. And and that was that was that was the oh the the bad pastor of our church. That was exactly what he did. He wanted to control everyone's money. He his with his kids, his daughter particularly um they when they moved out here they um she went to cosmetology school her husband went to barber school because that's what her parents did 
So they did the exact same thing. And they, um, I found out late, I don't remember when, but they, you know, opened up a shop, started their own business. And um, I knew that their, that her dad, a bad pastor, had like invested, had like given, basically given them a loan to start this business. Mm-hmm. I found out, I'm, she was talking about it. He controlled all of their money until they were financially stable enough <laughs> to do it on their own. Mm-hmm. So he was, he didn't give them a loan. They handed over all of their money for their entire family, their entire household, and he divvied it out and decided where it went and then would make up the difference if he needed to and um and like gave them allowances gave their money their money mm-hmm. he was like a financial advisor but they didn't have a choice yeah and then she was talking about that like that was the nicest thing he's ever done you know then and then we were financially stable he handed our money back to us for the lord and i was like are you fucking kidding me in the name of Jesus. that is S- that is some of the deepest form of manipi- manipulation. Yeah. Th- this guy was like, I will only help you be successful if I can control your money until <laughs> I have decided you're successful enough. Mm-hmm. That's bull. That's. This is why we call it cults, people. <laughs> 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 yeah, these are the reasons. Because <laughs> it's very cultish to do stuff like that. That's, that's the thing. That's one of the things is like, I'm like, I, with all of these accusations and stuff, I keep wanting to be like, show me receipts. Show me receipts. Okay, so you think drag shows are dangerous to kids? Show me receipts. Investigate. Mm-hmm. Find some proof. Go. Go. Find some proof. There's yeah. drag shows happening everywhere. Yeah. Go to one. Find some proof yeah. that it's happening. And then come back and tell us, and we'll deal with it. Yeah. And, and, but then, and then it's like, oh, you want to know why we, call them, why we call these religions cults? Fucking let me roll out. <laughs> Yeah. This, 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 this experience. This happened. This is how they behaved. This is it. This is what cults look like. This is what they were doing. This is, you know, like I can prove to you. Mm-hmm. We do a whole podcast of why it's bad. Like yeah. we all have receipts. Yeah. We have the receipts. And yet we're still the ones who are, you know, out of our minds and don't know what we're talking about. And we're still the ones that are horrible, you know? <sighs> Shit, I could show you my. Uh my ancestors, um, uh, goddess, forgive them. Uh, they were terrible, terrible people that came here. They were from England originally, came here in the 1600s. But they, they came here, um, well, with their reverends, friends, and buddies. But they what they wanted was to make money and not pay taxes. That's what they wanted to do mm. and control people and all that. They, and they managed to do such th- that uh, for a while. Until they squandered all their money with alcoholism, but uh, the the wills that I read, holy fucking shit! The wills, it was God this, God that. Oh, and give my slave to Whoa. this person, and give this n word to that person, and so forth and so forth, and and God, and praise God, and Jesus, and oh, and don't give my wife anything if she's a whore and god and god and god like and it's like um that's that's the jesus you think is you want you want that that 
<laughs> and like that you want to follow that and what's really sad is not much has changed no at all that's the disgusting part um and because we don't believe in progressive christianity we believe everything needs to stay the same well good lord let me tell you let me show you that will you want to stay the same i don't know this is and let me i am not bragging here this is not meant to be something that i'm saying because i'm such a good person this is something that like i feel uh, granted let me preface this by saying assholes are assholes. And I'm not just talking about my sex life. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, this has been fun. I think I'm going to pack up. <laughs> assholes exist in every community. So don't, don't like take this with the, you know, like understand what I'm saying. But I feel like queer people, particularly traumatized queer people, understand what it feels like to feel like shit. Mm-hmm. And they, and we don't ever want to make other people feel like that. And I feel like you can relate to this. I am chronically ill. I am in constant pain. Every you know, at any given time, that I that like I am in, it is difficult for me to be. I can't relate to that. Well, not that, but oh, you'll okay. uh, you'll get there. Okay? Oh, okay. I'm sorry, your life is still good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I couldn't relate to such pain. <laughs> <laughs> but I that like it is not. It does not come naturally to me. Also, and, and not in like a being an asshole way, but like just social situations, it does not come natural for me to be nice or sweet or pleasant. It's not, I'm not like a bubbly, like, oh my God, how's your day going? You're, this looks awesome. Like I have to consciously think about that. And especially with someone who has trauma and chronic illness and chronic pain, it, it's not something that, it takes energy for me to be nice to people. Mm-hmm. But... It will be a fucking cold day in hell before I chew out that barista for getting my 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 drink wrong, or for I have I have ordered a, um, a drink with almond milk and they gave me whole milk and I said thank you and walked out and threw it in the trash because I can't drink whole milk because <laughs> I'm not gonna fucking ruin that barista's day. It is important to me to be nice to people. It is important to me to respect people's feelings. It is important to me not to perpetuate trauma or negativity or just being a fucking asshole. It is not okay with me to do that. I have very I have um I have uh one of my triggers is loud noises. That loud noise is, is often triggered by children crying, screaming. Mm-hmm. I have two nephews that I absolutely adore, and I have had to have conversations with my sister. We've had to set boundaries and like emergency situations. If she's asked me to babysit, but I'm triggered, I can call her. She'll be there in ten minutes, kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. like I have worked. Like there are so many hurdles in front of me being a good person, and I still make it a priority every single day and how can i be the bad person because of because i'm queer how how can you as a christian treat people like shit take their money yeah judge be assholes don't tip don't aren't nice some of the meanest people on sundays oh, at restaurants my god and i'm Facts. the bad person I'm the bad person just because you say thank you Jesus hallelujah that makes you fine. What was <laughs> one of the things we used to have in church was going to church makes you a Christian like standing in a garage makes you a Cadillac. <laughs> like it doesn't do anything. 
Yeah. Just because you say you're a Christian doesn't make you a good person. Yeah. I just don't. It's just baffling to me. Yeah. You know, and I know not all Christians are like that. I know yeah. wonderful people. I know people. My sister is one of those. She she does not. She 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 um is a Christian. She does not treat people poorly. Mm-hmm. She's never rude to anyone. Yeah, but uh, my, uh me ask, included. Ask anybody who's ever served at a restaurant before. Ask them how Sundays are. Ask them who their worst customers are. Yep. It's always Sunday after church Christians. Yep. Always, 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 always. always. Let me tell you. Without hesitation. They're like the church group. Always the worst. I remember wanting and actually crying many Sundays because of the stress and the just people are mean, so mean to me right after they get out of church. And they just want to tear into me. And it's like, God, I I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. Mm -hmm. Please. Um. You might think you're covered in the blood of Jesus. <laughs> but it's shit. But it's <laughs> but here in a you second are... it's gonna be your blood. Yeah. <laughs> and because I'm gonna be the redeemer. Because I'm already going to hell, so I might as well <laughs> right? just might add to as the list. Well. You can't be you can't be you know, it's like the it's like the um it's like on uh, Emperor's New Groove when they're at the when they're in the funeral. Well, he's not getting any debtor. <laughs> 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 well, can't go to a, a more layer of hell than I'm already going to, so yeah. say goodbye to your family. God. Get your things in order. I am coming for you. But that arrogance, that arrogance and egotistic, that just, people's people go, people's egos get so big. Yeah. I think really because they do believe that they're covered in the blood of Jesus. And oh, that, absolutely. So, and what I mean by that, it means they're forgiven no matter what they do. They can do no wrong. No wrong. It's not about... I want to be a good person. It's why well, I can't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. And then there's this idea of the conviction of the Holy Spirit, but it's really just like mm, maybe next time you should uh, just be a little nicer. And by nicer, it's really like don't cuss at them in their face and shove hot coffee down their yeah. <laughs> maybe next time, just cuss at them. Don't yeah. don't throw the coffee at them. They can, they're like, like oh well, well, I'm convicted. Well, conviction is just someone telling you to ask for forgiveness, not to change your behavior. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. No. I love. No. Oh God! You rem- and now that you you say that, it's like uh, that's really what the whole conv- and the whole conviction thing of the Holy Spirit. Like it, it would remind me of uh, it was like back in the day when I would feel guilt, right? Just a little bit of guilt for how I reacted to a certain situation, and I would call that conviction of the Holy Spirit. But in itself was very manipulated and I would always use that in a man- manipulative way. So I would never actually become a better person yeah. or or I would never actually learn from that situation. But I would use it as a way to uh quote kind of get closer to the Lord. Yeah. And then therefore my ego would get larger. Or you would take you would you would act like an an ass hat to someone. And then instead of changing your behavior you would use it as a teaching moment, and so then you would teach other people by using <laughs> your example, which would make you seem so vulnerable and, and humble. Oh my god! <laughs> and then you would just project, you would just transfer that guilt onto someone else, and then oh, you yeah. never had to change because you taught someone else to be better. Next so Sunday that, at church, you're telling you're telling Sister Susan how mm-hmm. how last week you had a conviction of the heart. Yeah. 
about this and that and oh my god look I at me. never I, I just never knew that that was I didn't even realize I was doing it and then the the, the devil came along and I said this and I regret saying it it's and been I was convicted I'm so glad that my heart is so open to the Lord that he can convict me and talk to me I am 67 years old and for as long as I can remember I've been I've been abusing my servers and and then all of a <laughs> sudden yeah. now I feel like you know Maybe I should be a little nicer. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've, y- y- like, don't transfer that as, like, a learn from my mistakes. Stop making the mistakes. Learn. <laughs> don't learn from my mistakes. Learn from my behavior when I change them. When I stopped making the mistakes. <sighs> I need a song. <laughs> You're on. Hello? Oh, there it is. What happened? That was weird. That was strange. Okay. Okay. A little technical difficulties here in the. Don't uh, touch your mic. Oh, maybe that's what. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what's going on with it. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking bottling that thing. God. Um, Consent. You didn't give you consent. (laughs) I was holding it like a dick, too. How do you know how to hold those? You have no experience. <gasps> You're right. You're a Christian. You're a good Christian. You've never, good seen, <laughs> you've never seen a penis in your life, including your own. <laughs> I don't even know what a penis is. I've never seen a penis in my life. I've never looked down in how my life. How could I be gay <laughs> if I like my JJ? Hetero. Hetero. You know, I, I just, you know, I sit to pee because I'm afraid <laughs> that if I see my own penis, I'll be tempted by the demons of homosexuality. <laughs> So I just, I sit down to pee so I don't ever have to tip myself. Um. <laughs> I wear boxers when I take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm fully clothed. I'm fully clothed. <laughs> At all times. <laughs> if I get too hot, I might roll up my sleeves and my elbows, but that's too far. That's it. I don't want to be tempted by my own body. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I recalled something. Yes. Oh, okay. So, uh, fun fact about my family. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is going to be good. Very Christian, right? In a lot of different ways. Um, <laughs> and, uh, anyway, so one of my uncles has a book that he actually wrote and then oh published. Boy. And it oh, got it published? Not self published, but published? Well, I think it was self published, yeah. Or, yeah. But it's called the. It's called The Watchmen, I believe. Uh, that's the name of a movie. It's not Christian. Or The Watcher. The Watchmen? The Wait. Watchmen is the name. I mean, it could be the same, but I'm just saying. Yeah, it's it's like... Uh, the Watch... Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you could... Are you looking up his book? No, I'm looking up The Watchmen. It is a movie. I look up his book. Oh, the Watchmen by... Yeah. By Tony's uncle. I know his name. I can tell you. Okay, what is it? Uh, just put put the Watchmen by uh, Gene. G E N E, and then hit enter. I think it is his book. Did it? Zotala, Zotala. No. The Watchmen Throw Pillow by Gene Gregory. No. <laughs> Gene and Janie Smith. Or through the eyes of the Watchmen. That's very different. <laughs> Would you anyway. just talk? Okay. So anyway, my uncle wrote this book. Not my, well, he's second uncle somewhere in the family. Anyway, he wrote this book, and 
uh, it's very uh, charismatic, I should say. Okay. Um, his father um, has uh, his father has a church in the south somewhere, and very small, very Southern Baptist. A lot of Holy Spirit. A lot of it's very hot in there. People, <laughs> there <laughs> seems to be no air conditioning whatsoever. Well, yeah, it's it's, it's a send out air conditioning apparently. Yeah. <laughs> what well, what use would they have for all those fans? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They had air conditioning, you wouldn't be able to fan them you'd so be dramatically. Less, you'd be less fabulous. <laughs> I get it. I get it. No thwarting so. allowed. <laughs> but he wrote this book. Um, lots of visions and charismatic things. But um, oh, goodbye. <laughs> There's. There's one point. Proceed. The, I used to uh, back then. Of course, I believed in every fucking thing. Yeah. I wouldn't come to. If, if, all you had to do is say Jesus, and I believed it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there, in his book, um, of course, I believed the whole thing, and I was like, Oh my goodness, what an anointed man of the Lord! And oh. there's one point where in the book, there's he had an experience at church. There was uh, two trans women that came into. The church, apparently, this is all just in his book. I don't know if it actually happened, but two trans people come in, and um, and they sit down for the service. Uh, from what I can tell, um, they were actually Christians, um, and they just wanted to worship the Lord with everybody. Of course, all eyes on them. Everything had to be about them. Their transness was wrong in the eyes of their Lord. How did they know they were trans? <clears throat> well, I don't know, but it said, uh, I don't know. But uh, so, yeah, and why would you assume anything? Why would you assume what they have under their dresses? Exactly, exactly. Fucking. That's the point I was making. Yeah. And so, anyway, they start worshiping the Lord. The Holy Spirit gets crazy and heavy and hot. And then the next thing you know, their wigs go flying and they're, <laughs> and they're back to being cis men. And it's in his book. Shut up. Yeah. And they got. They were, quote unquote, delivered of their transness. Yeah. Yeah. In his church. Because they shouted so hard, they shouted their wigs and their transness <laughs> off. <laughs> they lost their wigs and then they just. <laughs> Back to being a man. Back to being a cis man. Yeah. I was like, okay. That is the dumbest thing <laughs> I've ever heard in my entire fucking life. It's like, all right. First of all, I don't believe that happened. You know what's funny? He actually got a he got a lie detector's test at the end. He's got it in the very end of the book. I, I don't know if he faked it or what. I believe he believed it happened. <laughs> he probably, yeah, all his bitches. That's the problem with lie detector tests is that if you believe the lie enough, it's not going to you're they're oh, not yeah. going to test, you know. His wild visions and stuff that he claimed to have had and whatever. But yeah, he I mean, I'm I I get it. I guess as far as spiritualists go, I I kind of believe in like weird shit. But oh, I believe in weird shit, but, but not that kind of weird shit. Come on, why would you? Yeah, first, why would you assume what they have under their clothes, and why, why, when a queer person shows up, it's got to be all about them? Why can't we all just worship the Lord together? And why don't you glue down your wigs? <laughs> Have you, uh, I got two words for you. Bobby Pins. <laughs> Come the fuck on, yeah. people. Yeah. Don't be losing that wig when you're shouting for the Lord. I Glue wish it I, down. Glue that shit down. I kind of wish I had a copy. That I got rid of it, but it was like, 
the way he was describing it. I like up one point I think their dresses went up. Like it was like it was very just weird. Is that how he claims to know? It's because their dresses went up? No, he claimed to have known the moment they stepped in the uh, church. Of course he did. Fucking fuck fucking fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's just that's just ridiculous. But yeah, it's it's uh it's crazy how often though you go into like there's uh you know a queer person shows up right queer person shows up and they just want to be they're a Christian they just want to worship God and they want to be a part of the community yeah it's that simple and then all eyes on them all eyes on them all eyes on them all eyes Every, on them and changing them yeah you know? it's like that's like the goal now like that's the agenda. Ooh, we got a queer person. We got fresh meat. We got somebody we can harass. We got somebody we can abuse. We got somebody who can say that, hey, you're wrong and you're you're quite evil in the Lord's eyes. And look at us, so holier than thou. It's like why can't why can't they just exist? Huh? Yeah, without you, like like okay, so you don't like us? Leave us alone, mm-hmm. please. Like, leave us alone. Just leave us. Just don't say anything. You know. You know what? If you believe. If you believe that God feels so strongly about it, let him take care of it. Yeah. Let let you know, let him do something about it. Right. You don't, you know, like just if it's that big of a deal, then Jesus will deal with it, right? You know. You know? And that's a good point. I would like to uh say, I would like to say that if 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 God truly does exist, I can tell you right now for a matter of a fact that this God that exists. Right? Um, does not give a shit Doesn't about care. us being queer. Care. You know why? Because I tried every fucking thing in the book to get straight and to become a straight man. I did everything. <laughs> I did it all, and I did it with intention and conviction. And I guess what? Nothing fucking worked. Therefore, my conclusion is God doesn't give a shit yeah. <laughs> about me or my queerness. <laughs> yeah. Period. Period. Yeah. Oh, no. I fully 100% believe you. I think that if like, if Jesus does exist and he is who you say he is, then he's got more on his hand. Do you think, do you think that with wars and hunger and global warming and people being abused and all of the shit that's happening that people are crying out to God for, and you think that Jesus cares that you're fucking someone in the ass? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that. That's two people <laughs> with the same gender expression uh, want to love each other. Now that's the line in the sand right there. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's what you think matters. <laughs> that's, that's you because you because someone decides they're not a man or a woman and they're non-binary and they don't they don't believe that they fall anywhere on the gender spectrum. Do you think Jesus is like, oh well, got to stop this starving, helping this starving person over here to go b- deal with this person, make sure they decide which gender they are? Do you think that's what Jesus cares about? That is dumb. 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 I'm sorry. I don't say like people are stupid or dumb very often, but like that th- concept, that thought process, mm-hmm. it's, it's so stupid. stupid. It's dumb. It's it's outrageous to me. Yeah. It's like like you know like just come on, do something. Do something that matters. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. That's the thing that I want to say is like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Do something that matters. Help somebody that needs help. You are so focused on changing queer people yeah. while people are literally starving around you. Yeah. 
You're fu- plus, oh my god, what that fucking the word homosexuality wasn't even in the Bible until 1946. It's not even real. It's not even. It's not real. All the claims you make aren't real. Yeah, and you're gonna go after one <coughs> thing that was very recently added to the Bible, thanks to RSV versions and all them fuckers. You want to think, or you want to focus on one thing, one tiny little thing that was added, right? Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, honestly, it's just to project. It's to project. It's mm-hmm. to, we gotta have somebody to blame all the all our problems on <laughs> and all our issues and the world's issues. We gotta have. We yep. gotta pin. We gotta put somebody. Uh, people use. People have done it. Uh, people have done this, um, blaming uh, Jewish people, mm-hmm. which has caused obviously World War Two, um, and death and destruction. Yep. Like, you gotta you gotta realize how. You gotta just wake the fuck up and realize. Wake, the, wake just fucking like you like you said like, like think for yourself for one fucking second. Please. Just think for oh yourself. Oh God, could you imagine? Just, I mean, just question something. Just question one anything. Thing. Question one thing. Yeah. Try to prove one thing. It'll change your life. And you wanna, you know what, you know, you wanna, you wanna talk about something, a concept that's more recent that was more recently created. Than um, homosexuality, or that you know, like being gay, being queer. Uh, let's talk about, or just leave this thought with you because our time is up. <laughs> let's talk about the fact that monogamous hetero marriage is a concept that was created a few hundred years ago. <laughs> it did not exist from the Bible times. Monogamous, her- like monogamous hetero marriage did not exist in the Bible times that you say it did. It was not a thing. It yeah. Like that was marriage. Yeah. Was created. Yeah. I think I heard a sermon about this. Period. <laughs> it was it is a concept that was created mm-hmm. not by Jesus. <laughs> like it not by Jesus. Yeah. No. Not at all. So on that note, bye. Praise the Lord. <laughs> <Yeah>. Praise <laughs> the Lord. Just with that thought, you want to question something? Question marriage. Question, <laughs> question, question marriage. Question marriage. <laughs> question your marriage. Okay, you know what? We need to stop. <laughs> we need to stop right now. And if you would like to hear more of this nonsense, <laughs> actually, I thought this show was really good. I really enjoyed these. These. I like getting angry. Um, Got to get down to the nitty and gritty. <clears throat> yeah, in the fun way and the not so fun way. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but if you would like to listen to us, um, if you would like to fill your days and evenings with our lovely voices, you can find us on, um, you can find our podcast, It's Our Turn, Queers and Cults, on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Podbean. You can also follow our Instagram, It's Our Turn Pod. And you can email us if you would like to. It's our turn pod at gmail.com. Questions, comments, only nice things. I will delete all hateful emails <coughs> because I'm an adult and that's what I can do. Actually, I'll copy them and keep them in my, uh, I have a little case. <laughs> I like to fester over there. Yeah. If I ever need something to burn for a yeah. ritual, you know, you'll yeah, have yeah. that. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, we, thanks for listening. And, uh,